Hey there, Party God Squad. Have you heard of Manscaped, precision-engineered grooming tools for you guessed it, your balls, or your favorite pair of balls? And Manscaped is more than high-quality shaving tools. They have ear and nose trimmers, two-in-one conditioners, body wash, chapstick, aluminum-free deodorant, anti-chafing ball deodorant, boxers, disposable shaving mats, and did I mention anti-chafing ball deodorant? What will they think of next? The holidays are quickly approaching and Manscaped is the gift to give and receive. So drop hints. Right now, if you head over to manscaped.com and use promo code ROCKY, you get 20% off your next order. That's manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Promo code ROCKY for 20% off plus free shipping. Get busy buzzing, boys. Halloween is just for kids. That grown-ups shouldn't dress up. I hard disagree. Before I get into why, I will say, people 18 and over, if you aren't escorting a child, then there is no reason for you to be trick-or-treating. You're not a baby, baby. And you're not in charge of a baby, baby. So go to a party, throw a party, or watch a scary movie. But don't be out trick-or-treating with other grown adults. Come on now. Just buy the candy half off the next day. And then stay in the house. However, dressing up as an adult is a different story. That's the part of Halloween that should give adults the most joy. If you're the type of person who sticks your nose up at dressing up, you're probably the type of person who's denied masturbating before. When we all know, you don't sleep with a pillow between your legs at night because you have back problems. You sleep with a pillow between your legs at night because you fuck it for pleasure alone. Okay? The first reason why it's okay to dress up as an adult is because maybe you just need a little release. You need to say, I'm not me for the night, and I'm going to embrace it. People spend a lot of time imagining not having to show up somewhere as themselves. Maybe Halloween is just what the doctor ordered. No one's going to ask you, how's the stress of being a paramedic when you're over here dressed like Bad Bunny, or better yet, Bugs Bunny? Nah. They're going to say, what's up, Doc, like they're the first person at this party to say, what's up, Doc, to you. And that's the kind of original disassociation you're craving. A second reason why it's great to dress up for Halloween is for our friends whose puns fall flat every other day of their lives. On this day, you will not only be seen for your niche wit, but heard. I'm not going to sit here and list a bunch of pun costumes. That's your job, you genius. Show the world how clever you can be, and this time, they're the asshole if they don't get it. October 31st is the ultimate purge for puns. A third reason why adults should dress up for Halloween is because sometimes it's real sexy. America is such a uniformed place. Everyone in their box. Follow the next trend. I'm wearing my sports logo country. Is that a witty t-shirt? I also have a witty t-shirt. We have t-shirt shops around the country and they all say the same things. Remember that phase where everyone wore a Jesus is my homeboy t-shirt? Yeah, you do. You probably owned one. We're always mimicking each other. Halloween, you don't have to. You can be whatever you like for one night only. 
or if it's the year 2022, five nights in a row apparently. Conforming is for the birds, literally. Look over there. There's five people wearing matching sexy pigeon head costumes made of paper mache and that other material I'm not going to look up, but it's at the tip of my tongue and it will come to me at some point next week. The point is, this is the one day of the year where everyone who celebrates can tap into their lusty little mink side. And you might like what you see. And lastly, it's okay to wear a costume because pretending is fun. Kids do it all the time until we tell them they have to stop. And so do actors. And so do LARPers. There's a reason people pretend. So don't shit on some people for it and then go watch Captain America. Just be cool and let people live. Be safe out there, you ghouls. Welcome to the Rocky Rundown, where you get to learn a little bit about my week. Party God Squad, happy Halloween. Did you have a good week? I sure hope so. I hope it was filled with both tricks and treats, because both can be fun. My week was interesting. Not bad, just interesting, mainly because I had to go under the knife. (laughs) Well, not exactly under the knife. There were no knives. I did have to have an endoscopy, though, where they stick a sweet little camera down your throat. I debated talking about this because, you know, my insides. But there's literally no shame in having to go to the doctor. In fact, if something is bothering you and you're able to, you should go to the doctor, too. And just a reminder to get out there and vote because some people can't go to the doctor because it's too expensive, which is scarier than a thousand Halloweens. I cannot recommend my gastroenterologist enough. If you're in the five boroughs, get your sweet little belly checked out at Triborough GI, baby. Dr. Mikanyansky, shout out to him. Was it an absolute vibe in the office at 8 a.m.? Music bumping at the perfect volume while I was getting put under? Yeah, I was relaxed as a bitch. I came out crip walking and I started promoting my podcast immediately as soon as I got off the table. I was high on that chronic anesthesia, baby. And my mom's one job in escorting me home was to film David at the Dentist Part 2, Rocky Get Scopped. And instead, she barely held her cell phone steady and took a video of her pointer finger. So another week of me not going viral. See you at that follow-up, Doc. Kanye West. Ooh, child. It doesn't matter the nostalgia. It doesn't matter the lyrics. We're skipping Kanye. Kanye can't make the playlist no mo, honey. Streams are money. Money is power. And power, as we're watching, can be dangerously misused. If you're out here on the Kanye train right now, you really got to evaluate a bunch of shit. And if you've got a craving for well-written hip-hop lyrics, that must be satiated immediately. I can relate. Let me offer up some alternatives for your rap diet. Jay-Z, a living legend, and I know you haven't listened to all his albums. Kendrick Lamar, I know you haven't listened to all his lyrics. Megan The Stallion. Now that's a witty bitch. Lady London, perhaps you've never heard of her. Look her up, listen to her, and thank me later. 
And Taylor Swift, not a rapper, but she has a fantastic new album out now where she talks about revenge and sexy babies. And I say it's the love child of 1989 and reputation that we didn't know we needed. I dressed up for a Halloween party this weekend. I was Nadja from What We Do in the Shadows, which either meant no one knew what I was at all, or if people knew, they knew immediately. And when people knew, I did feel good. Like, it was something only we were in on. Otherwise, I think people just thought I was a vampire. I bought these sick vampire teeth online. They came with this glue that molds to your teeth. The best way to describe it is sturdy and loose at the exact same time. Sturdy for talking, loose for eating or sucking blood. They'll fall off before they pop next. I was way more into them than I could have predicted. One time my dad told me a story, dead ass, about how vampires are real and he was accidentally at this party in Manhattan in a basement full of vampires, teeth and everything. So he bounced before they could break skin and he never looked back. And after five hours with these canines in, I'm like, yo, dad, where was that party at though? Is vampire culture my culture? Cause I'm in. I'm team vamp, bro. Let's get some red lighting and dance to Monster Mash or whatever. I'm trying to live forever. My one friend told me, and he was genuinely looking out for me, and that's why we love him. But he told me, you know, Rock, and normally you don't sound like this, but I'm noticing, and I think those vampire teeth are giving you a lisp. The funny thing was, I had been with myself all night, and I had also heard the lisp. So this was not news to me. And I think it's only in the spirit of Halloween that I put these bad boys on and talk with them for the rest of the rundown so you can hear for yourself. And that brings us to Rocky's Highest Thoughts, my most stoned thoughts of the week. Number one, if dogs stopped licking each other's assholes, do you think they would live longer or are they living longer because they lick each other's assholes? Think about it. Number two, it's too bad they can't invent a pill that's the equivalent of one drink with the exact same effects mentally, but not physically. Number three, do you think the guards at Buckingham Palace spend their free time watching every hilarious piece of content ever so nothing shocks them at their job? And number four, I bet caterpillars wish they didn't go full butterfly. I bet they wish that they could still enjoy a day of leisure. My guest this week is comedian Naomi Caravani. Her wild word was train, so hop on board before we leave the station. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me at Wild Nights with Rocky on TikTok and Instagram, at Wild Nights Pod on Twitter. If you want to watch extended interviews with all of my guests, please subscribe on YouTube. And if you want to support the show with your wallet, you can join my Patreon for 2 or $5 a month. A big thank you and a future thank you to everyone who's written and who will write a review on Apple Podcasts as soon as this episode is over. It really does make a difference. And now, please enjoy my Wild Nights conversation with Naomi Caravani. Naomi, welcome. Thank you for doing the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to have you. I think you're absolutely hysterical and you're a New York comedian. I believe you're in Brooklyn, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I am in Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, I started comedy in New York and then I moved to DC for about six years. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back. Did you, was it a reason you moved back to New York or were you kind of like, I'm out of the DC scene, it's time for me to go back home? Well, I had a job in DC and it mm-hmm. just ended. So mm-hmm. I came back to New York. I was set free and yeah, yeah. <laughs> came back to New York. Well, that's the good thing about New York. You can always come back. Yeah, it's always going to be here. Even you, though you can... they're making the rent outrageous. It's almost like they don't want people to live here yeah I think that might be a good strategy to get people to leave and yeah. I do hope some people leave and yeah. the ranks go back down I was talking to somebody about this last night and this is just like the way my brain was working but obviously we have to take the subway all the time and get to where we're going and I just feel like there's ways to keep New York safer and they're not doing it because I feel like they're trying to push people out they're like oh if people are scared they'll just leave yeah oh you yeah. think the gunshots are planned I don't think that the stuff that's happening is planned I think that the prevention of fixing it is kind of not oh, um, yeah. you know what I mean I used to travel with like $350 in my bra back to Bushwick at three o'clock in the morning when I was 23 so I'm like now I'm like, oh, it's 11. Maybe I should Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But nothing happened to those $350 in no. that time. No, it stayed safe in my bra. It stayed safe in my bra. I used to even have this guy outside my train station. You know, the uh, the little black cars that used to be more readily available outside the trains? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The there gypsy was, cabs? Yeah, the gypsy cabs. There was this guy. It was a seven-minute walk to my apartment, but it was really late, and I would have a lot of money on me. And he would only charge me five bucks when the other cabs would charge me like seven to ten. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I missed the gypsy cab, but I, that was a good time. That was a good time. You kind of just could negotiate for now it's ubers and we gotta hop on the uh train a lot oh more. yeah so naomi's wild word was train so naomi take us into your wild night story train the story really starts at an airport in paris i was living in paris in let's go back to 2009 I think Mm -hmm. I was living with a friend in Paris I was going to grad school and she was working on films yeah I mean we were both in our early 20s she was like quote unquote working on films as a director yeah (laughs) yeah Um, doing a lot of research yeah Yeah. doing a lot of research we were partying a lot yeah but she had this great apartment in the 11th arrondissement and near the Bastille and you know like this cheap apartment that she knew uh she knew somebody who was renting it out to her you know we just had this wonderful life in Paris she decided she wanted to make a mob movie she set up an appointment with this guy she was the ultimate scam artist and she managed to convince these people this Italian actor that she was like a big time movie producer and I was her business executive but I was Mm -hmm. like just going to grad school I was studying like you know 15th century migration patterns in the Atlantic and I'm like sure I'll be a exec film executive I guess so this guy she wanted to meet up with in Italy was a he just appeared in this film Gamora which Mm -hmm. was it was an Italian movie that was based on Napolitan crime families Mm -hmm. And they used a lot of gangsters in the movie. So this guy was like gangster turned actor. Oh, so you're saying in the movie, there were real gangsters that they cast. 
Yeah. That sounds really familiar to Gamora. Yeah, it was like a popular movie. She saw it and she yeah. like fell in love with this one actor and she managed to get his contact information. I don't know how. Yeah. And she convinced, she told him, I'm going to make a movie. It was, you know, it was his like first big role mm-hmm. on screen. And she's like, I'm going to get him now. Yeah. She arranges to meet with him in Rome with her business executive to mm-hmm. meet. We go to the airport we're waiting online to check in we're like laughing having a great time Mm -hmm. we get to the counter it's too late to check in we're too late for the flight in paris going to rome so we go to the you know the easy jet desk and we're like okay so when is the next flight we can take we're such idiots for just like talking and we're just chatting you know (laughs) and then the guy's like too bad you you know you missed your flight we can get you on another flight tomorrow that would be like too late to meet the guy in Rome so my friend kind of loses it and starts having this temper tantrum in the middle of the airport and she's like this motherfucker says that we can't take a flight tonight when there's clearly another flight tonight Mm -hmm. and then the guy at the counter is like she says I fuck my mother you know what you never ride easy jet again oh (laughs) my god well because in America you you know people will flip out on anybody to get and then next thing you know it's oh whatever you want we got you we upgraded you and here's free champagne but I feel like overseas they're like yeah we're not gonna deal with your fucking bullshit yeah Yeah. yeah the guy was just like fuck off but I was just like trying to ease the tensions. Yeah. And I was like, no, in English, we say motherfucker all the time. Like motherfucker this, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's just when you say, when you get mad, you say motherfucker. Right. I, she wasn't directed at you. Yeah. She didn't mean you fuck your mom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we like finally talked him down. But then in that span of time, like we missed the next flight. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, yeah, the next flight is tomorrow. So we decide we're going to run to the train station. And we both were like kind of broke. Like Mm -hmm. I was running out of money. I was Mm -hmm. just like, you know, living on a shoestring, like eating two euro student lunches. Yeah. Just um, trying to survive. Yeah. Just trying to survive. And we finally get to the train station um my friend Nadia the uh filmmaker Mm -hmm. goes to her uh, ATM can't get any money out and I get a ticket and she's like can I borrow some money and I'm like uh no (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not then she's like you know what we'll just figure it out we're gonna go on the train and figure it out and so we get on the train to Rome it's like an overnight train it's, it looks like it's from the 1950s it's a beautiful train like it, yeah. it looks vintage and it's all like yeah the train staff they're all like dressed up and yeah it looks like out of a, a movie from the 50s we get into the compartment and she just climbs up into the luggage area on top of all the beds you know there's a luggage area Uh and she just hides up there I have my ticket 
we just cover her with jackets and bags and stuff. Were there other people on the train compartment that saw you or she was able to do it without being seen? Yeah, it was a pretty empty train. I guess like overnight train travel was not that popular. Everyone made their flights. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone (laughs) made their flights. Nobody wanted to go on a 15 hour ride. Right. So she stays up there. This is never going to work. Oh my God. And then (laughs) the staff on the train is Italian. We finally take off or the train starts, however trains take off. They're like, you know, welcome aboard the train to Rome. Then five minutes later, somebody knocks on my door just Mm -hmm. to like chat because there's nobody on the train and I'm a woman by my, assumingly by myself. Every five minutes, a different staff member knocks on my door and they're like, so you're American, huh? And she's like, get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so finally, a young guy, a younger train staff member, what do you call them? Not conductors. There can only be one conductor. Um, Um, I guess, I guess I've always said either conductor or person who works on the train, or they work on the train. Yeah. Yeah, the guy on the train. (laughs) Staff. Train staff, staff guy. Train staff, train staff guy. We need a, whoever knows that, whatever that word is, let us know. <laughs> yeah, so they're all flirting with me and just like trying to, you know, end these conversations and shut the door. There's a younger guy and mm-hmm. he comes around and he's like, oh, do you want to drink some wine? And I'm like, why the hell not? He takes me to another compartment and opens a bottle of wine. And he's like, you know, we're going to stop in Avignon, I think, somewhere Mm -hmm. in the mountains. And you're going to get another person in your compartment. (gasps) And I'm like, oh, fuck. And So this was not a staff employee. This was another person riding the train. No, this is a, this was an employee. Oh my There's God. Just, okay. It's just oh, like employees okay. and me. And you're basically. just chilling, drinking and I'm with like, them. Okay. This train is empty. Why would they put two people in the same compartment? I right, don't know right, why. Right, right, right. But that's the way it was done. So, yeah. but he's like, I can give you another compartment by yourself. You can have this compartment we're drinking in. Okay, that's great. So I go back to my compartment, tell my friend, Nadia, hey, somebody's going to be in here and they're going to figure out that you're here so she climbs down from the luggage and goes to the bathroom hangs out in the bathroom for a couple hours and I'm sitting I go back to the guy we're sitting drinking wine laughing mm-hmm. I'm getting hammered yeah and the train is going through the mountains it's like the middle of winter too mm-hmm. so my friend is like freezing mm-hmm. in this bathroom at the end of the train and she's like shivering she's like get rid of this fucking guy Mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm having such a great time yeah 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 and then I go back to the compartment he finally like makes a move and kisses me on the lips Mm. he's like are you into this no not really And then he's like, okay. And he just kind of says, okay, you can have this compartment anyways, even though I had big plans for this. Yeah. (laughs) And I get my friend in the bathroom, sneak her into the compartment. We get to Rome, totally unscathed, get off the train, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And we, we finally get to Rome after all of that. And we meet up with the actor for a lunch 
and he has like fresh tattoos mm-hmm. and that are covered in like plastic wrap and he has like they're all like they look like stereotypical mob guys yeah and they're wearing like track suits and, and stuff and and they were pretty skeptical of her yeah <laughs> yeah the lunch, they could smell the just, bullshit yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah I'm just like they're trying to look official mm-hmm. our translator was like also a grad student not very convincing mm-hmm. film big shot so she didn't end up getting the actor for the movie, but she did end up making the movie a couple years later. Wow. So, but we did get to meet with a famous Italian actor. That's so who... cool. How did the meeting end? Because I imagine was it, it was over a dinner? It was over a lunch in a lunch. Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were just like, okay, so we'll our people reach out to your people. Mm-hmm. And they kind of left it like that. She have to pay for it? Yeah. Or I don't, you know what? That's a detail I don't remember because yeah. I don't think she had the money to pay for it. Yeah, she didn't yeah. have money for the train. Exactly. I can't believe she made it out of the train without getting, first of all, kudos to her for having the endurance to A, come up with the idea, B, hide behind the luggage. I mean, there's so much, because 15 hours, you got to eat like twice. I mean, I got to eat at least like two or three times in 15 hours. You know what I I don't know what we did. Yeah, we were just like running on adrenaline, really. Mm -hmm. So we weren't worried about that. Another kudos to you to have the, I mean, I know when you're broke, you're broke, to have the wherewithal to say, I can't pay for your train ticket where we're not going if I mean I'm gonna take this train I just bought the ticket or we're gonna have to resell it but I cannot pay for your train ticket because I don't know if I was broke in my early 20s if I would be able to say that I would probably say something like okay we'll make it work now I would but then I I feel like I would be too nervous to say that I think I had lent her the maximum amount of money I was Mm -hmm. willing to yeah you're like we got Um, we we got to cap it here yeah 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 I went to school on Long Island and uh so I would take the train into the city and one time I was I was pretty broke how you were when you were in grad school I was like let's just I'm living off like my my school card lunch and making it work and I had to take a voice lesson and I think I had probably $70 to my name and the voice lesson was 65 or something like that and I wasn't getting paid till the next day and it was just like snowball of snowball of not having money and so I drove my car to the train station. I park it and I didn't realize the um, parking hours. I was supposed to buy a little ticket and I and I didn't. I was like, it'll be okay. There's only 15 minutes left. Let me just park the car. And then I couldn't afford a ticket there and back. I could only afford a ticket on the LIRR coming home because it was like rush hour or something. And so I hid in the bathroom for 45 minutes. Someone was like banging on the bathroom door and I just wouldn't move. I was like a Will Smith and Jaden Smith in that movie. Did you ever see The Pursuit of Happiness? No, There's a scene where he is hiding in a bathroom and in a train station and they're just like banging on the door and he's just covering Jaden's ears. And I was like, literally, that was me. I was like, please, no one find out I'm in the bathroom. (laughs) So I make it, I do the voice lesson and then I get back on the train and then I have a $60 ticket on my car. So it was just- like it you know what I mean you can never predict those things especially when you're broke you're like oh the worst things are gonna happen like I'm gonna have to spend money on the most unnecessary things yeah so you had to pay for a car after 
I had to pay my ticket on my car. Oh, like I ended up if I had just like, I felt like karmically, I got the ticket because I didn't pay for the train ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I hear (laughs) you. felt like it was like if I had just gotten on the train. So um, and the level of anxiety I felt hiding in that bathroom for 45 minutes, I could never do for 15 hours. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't do it either. But she was a master. She was like unafraid of consequences. Yeah, like you'd we have did, to be. We got in so much trouble. Are you still friends? Yeah. Oh, good. Indeed. Yeah. Good memories. Yeah. But now she, yeah, now she's not as broke. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, she's really making movies and stuff. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you'd love to see it. You're like, oh, if you were hustling and trying to make moves back yeah. then, and then now you're doing your thing. That's so cool. So now you also produce shows in the city too. Yes. So every Friday, Bitches Brew happens at Halliard's bar in mm-hmm. Gowanus slash Park Slope. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are unaware that Gowanus is a neighborhood. Yes. So yeah, that's on 3rd Ave and 6th Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every Friday. And then what else do I have going on? Then I think we're gonna have a monthly at the stand. Oh, beautiful. Starting January, probably under the same name, Bitches Brew, but mm-hmm. I'll be posting about it. Are you doing anything in the comedy festival? Uh, no, I'm actually going to be going back to D.C. that weekend, mm-hmm. and I'll be featuring for Dusty Slay. Oh, my God. Improv. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, so I'm going to leave and make some money. Instead you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. If, you, if the money's out there, you never know whose train ticket you're going to have to pay for. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, all right well Naomi why don't you give everybody your social media it's uh not very complicated it's at Naomi Caravani on Instagram TikTok and Twitter and uh yeah my my name is spelled with a K K K-A-R-A-V-A-N-I that's all you need to know and bitches brew comedy on Instagram follow us we have great lineups every week All right. You heard it here first, everybody. Well, Naomi, thank you so, so much for doing the podcast. This was so fun. And you and I will talk soon. All right. Okay. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Bye.